Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Through the mountains, Welcome into another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. Bo, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. What a great intro song. Uh, best live performer on the planet. Uh-huh. Although. How about he, that? Kid Rock has Kid Rock has been missing in action. I haven't. He hasn't done anything anytime recently. Yeah, no, he's just uh, he's just kind of you know sitting on a stack of money. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you, do you ever see him? him. Do you, do you ever see him in concert? Uh-huh, I have, I have. Kid Rock was a um, guilty pleasure of mine back when he was uh, when he was a rapper in uh, the '90s. And there you go. Yeah, yeah, I saw him several times. I saw him at Mississippi Nights. Whoa. When he was not, when he was nothing, and yeah. his hair was standing straight up. <laughs> yeah, I like mean, kids in play. Remember that? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I saw him. He does. He does put on a. Uh, he does put on a great show. I I completely yes, I completely agree with that. And you, Tony, put on a great show. Let's uh, go. Well, all right, let's put on a great show together right now. We have got a great show for you today. We will be talking to uh, TJ from Tactical S about a we, we've talked a lot about feral hogs and the feral hog issue here in the state of Missouri and throughout the Midwest really and uh, the the guys at Tactical S uh, the store um, uh, are working on a program of uh, to help people that are hunting these feral hogs what do you call what do you call the one Bo Hogzilla right yeah yeah <laughs> was that a real is that a was that a real picture? Did we ever determine? It it was it was, and I, I'm now you know now that you got me thinking. That thing was the size I, of an elephant. Uh, it, it well no, it wasn't a size of an elephant. I mean, no, it, maybe a baby was, elephant. It was pretty. It was pretty big. I mean, you're right. Uh, I'm being I'm I'm exaggerating a bit, but that thing was huge. What was it? Okay, largest feral hog on record. Thank you, Google. One thousand fifty-one pounds and a lot of barbecue sauce. <laughs> well, we will uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to TJ about that and uh, some other things here in just a little while. We are also going to talk to our friend Mark McMurray from Bluff City Outdoors. You know the weather is unseasonably cool right now, and I think that has a lot of people worried that maybe the uh, uh, the outdoor season is coming to a close. Especially the fishing season is going to get tougher and tougher, and in fact. I believe we still have many weeks of solid fishing weather to go in the year 2020. So we're going to talk to Mark from Bluff City about uh, about the change of the seasons and how many more solid fishing time we have left in this year. He thinks we have and 
um, any changes you might want to make to your plans or your tackle box as we do go through this weather change and you want to still enjoy some time on the water. So um, we'll talk to both of those guys as the show goes on. And right now, we will start the show the way we always do with our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, how's it going, bud? Good. How are you, Tony? I uh, I can't complain. I know you're. Uh, I know you're at the store right now. What? Uh, right before we started, there was a seemed like a lot of commotion going on there at Southern Armory. What's uh, What's going on? Just uh, a lot of receiving today. Nice. Every, That's good, right? Covers oh, It's great. I love them when they're bringing in boxes. <laughs> How fast will those boxes be gone? Will you even get them unpacked before they go out the door? Uh, they yeah. Hopefully, I hope so. Uh, we've already. Got customers already showing up, going, "Hey, you know, you called, said my gun would be in, and uh, today, and they're here, and so we're we're digging through, grabbing guns um, out, and and moving them to the front of the line because our customers are here to to pick that stuff up." So is Piper working the uh, is Piper working the register right now, just you know making sure the line's moving quickly. Normally, she is on the register, uh, but right now she's <laughs> on her break eating her. Uh, her happy meal and watching Sophia. All right, nice. She's on a break. She's on a break. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No child yeah, right labor law issues there, buddy. No, not at all. Right, not at all. Right, right before I uh, uh, came on with you guys, she's like, "Okay, Daddy, get out, go to work." And I'm like, <laughs> oh, 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 "I'm all over it. Thanks." That's awesome. That's awesome. So when Piper She's steps a- away from the register, does Ancha take over? Ancha is uh, on guard duty. Okay. That's, uh, Ajah's the German Shepherd, Bo. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was wondering. That's excellent. That's excellent. Um, Ajah is our screener. Everybody comes in. There you go. There you go. She gives him the nose and the nod. I like it. I like it. So, um, uh, want to get into some of the uh, the things happening there at Southern Armory in a minute, but uh, first, want to hit a couple, touch on a couple of news stories with both of you. Obviously. The biggest story of the week, you know, was the presidential debate. I don't know if the word debate can be used for what that was on Tuesday night, but it was something. Um, We can get into some of the uh, specifics, uh, some of the details of of that circus we saw. But um, I wanted to ask you both, Aaron, you first, uh, specifically about some of the topics that they covered and uh, the Second Amendment was really not one of those things that were discussed at the presidential debate. Did you did you hope that they would have uh, they would have addressed that topic a little bit more? And would you have liked to try to hear um, you know what the what, what the president and, and Joe Biden have to say about the Second Amendment issue? So it, so it seemed to me. Well, okay, uh, yes, it would have been nice to get into the Second Amendment. However, uh, that whole debate you you call it. Hmm. Um, seem to be just a hit on Trump and what he's done during his first term. Mm. That's all it was. And uh, so, you know, of course, he's taken offense to this because, you know, oh, I would have done better if, the, you know, I was in power with in COVID hit. And, you know, Sleepy Joe was the one uh, saying, leave, leave the borders open. Why are we shutting it down? Why are we doing this? And, um, you know, Trump would fire right back with if we shut him down later, we would have lost more lives. We shut him down way earlier than what you would have done, right? And, and so uh, while it was, uh, I heard the word train wreck mm. a lot, and uh, I had to get up and pour a bourbon. Um, 
like, I was like, this is this is bad. By the way, there were some drinking games that were going on. I don't yeah. know. We kind of set our own rules. I don't know if you did that, but I did actually pour me a 32-ounce white Russian with collusion, and uh, and I drank the whole thing by about halfway through the thing. Yeah. Because yeah, I played by the rules. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> anyway, me and my my me and our, my mother, I and a friend played a drinking game back when Bush was debating, and um, we said let's do insurgency, terrorist troops. We had like one more in there, and we had literally two fifths of alcohol gone. What were your words, Bo? What were your words on Tuesday? Uh, Let's see. So anytime that Chris Wallace was going to fact check on the spot, uh, Trump, if he would have said fake news or hoax, and uh, Biden was period, and come on, man, which he only said a couple of times. If it next time I dare you to set the rules as any time. Well, they're supposed to turn the microphones off now. They're they're talking about the microphones being turned off. Uh, when one person speaking, I was going to say what would be the uh, the death card would be to you have to take a drink every time somebody interrupts another person. Oh boy! Yeah, you'd oh, never, yeah. you'd never make it. You'd never. Make uh, yeah, it. when it when it first started, I just I just want to say when it first started before the candidates came out or before you know the the, the guys came out, it looked to me like the uh, like where the wrestlers come out on a WWE night on yeah. a Monday Night Raw. Yeah, you're right. And sure enough, they came out and they did not disappoint. It yeah. was a knockdown drag. I kept thinking about Mike Tyson, uh, how you know how relentless he was. And 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 Trump reminded me of that. And I really I heard you guys uh, talking this week on the Glover show, uh, Tony, that, you know, just if he would have just, you know, held back and just let Joe have enough rope to do it himself. Oh, uh, it would it would have probably been so many times, so many times. <laughs> that I Yeah. Yeah. So many times I thought that uh, Joe Biden was about to give a really bad answer and the president just wouldn't let him even give a bad answer. It was, it right. was that was very frustrating. So, Aaron, I, I, go ahead. Continue your analysis of uh, of of the debate and then uh, in, you know, why or why they didn't talk about the Second Amendment and what you wanted to hear. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, that whole first debate was just focused on Trump and his presidency. It was it was it literally was just basically a hit piece uh, put on by uh, the moderator and the, um, the 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 people that put on the presidential debates, this nonprof. Um, so quite interesting. I'm looking forward to the second one. As a matter of fact, we're going to be hosting a watch party up here at Southern Armory for oh, the second cool. So you can get online, and there's an event set up for that. And let us know you're coming. You just call up here or email uh, one of cool. us and let us know. Yeah. That we have an idea. And um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for, for that. But, yeah, I just felt it was Are your customers would, talking like, about it Are, when they come oh, in? Yeah. How, how big of a deal is it to, uh, to, to your customers there at Southern Armory, this, this debate and this election? So a lot of them were kind of like what we're saying. It was like, man, you know— it could have been so much better, you know, if, if Trump just would have let Joe hang himself. And we all know uh, that he would have done that. And hopefully he just lets him do that um, as as the next debate unfolds. And then the, finally the third one as well. So with all that uh, being said, yeah, everybody was just like it was it was pretty brutal. Yeah. But here's the deal. He is a brawler. We know that he's very aggressive. Um, I wish he would get a pen and paper and just write that stuff down mm. and then, you know, kind of wait, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. because it, it's just, uh, it's, it's the high road, 
you know, you just take the high road. We all know, we all know, we all get it. And um, he's done a ton for this, ton for this country, you know, rolling back regulations that were restrictive, et cetera. Now they did not bring up um, the one thing that he did get done. And this is a sore subject with, you know, gun owners is the bump stock ban. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was, there was no mention of that on one of the things that he did. Uh, I actually saw an ad on Facebook, like a politics now, you know, and it gave you his, his uh, presidency by the numbers. It was, you know, like two impeachments, almost 1,600 mass shootings, 2,000 children dying, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. from gun violence. And I'm like, 1,500, 1,600 shootings? Yeah, mass and there's shooting. no response. There's no responsibility to the hearts of the men and women that are protesting or rioting and looting anywhere. These two guys, one of these two guys, is supposed to change the heart of America. Yeah, that's impossible. Yeah. My takeaway, honestly, if I can interject before we get uh, before we run out of time, yeah, excuse me, Aaron, was that what it seemed like to me was that uh, Tony, if if you walk into a room of people. And somebody in that room you know doesn't like you starts lying out loud, just out loud, and just, you know, yes, Tony's this and Tony's that and Tony. Would you let that person continue or would well, you interrupt them you know, and, and I defend wanna, yourself? I'm going to plug the uh, the podcast exclusive right now because um, I want to talk a little bit more about the debate and have a little bit more of a deeper discussion when we when we do that. But, Bo, to your point, the um, the moderation, the way it was set up was really poor and I and I want to get into that and it and it created the the issue that you're that you're addressing there Bo because right. the way that the the setup was. Uh Aaron before we do run out of time um we mentioned uh you're you're receiving there at Southern Armory uh what's the latest as far as uh inventory is concerned uh we have I think four or five uh Glock 19 Gen 5s coming so if you're in the market for one of those you might want to call, stop in. Uh, they will not make it through the wall. I'm telling you right now, we've got more AR-15s on the way. We'll catch them on Tuesday. And then uh, ammo, it's still rolling through. We're sending out that text message. Yeah. So if you, have, if you haven't joined, uh, again, you know, you just 51660 and Armory 25, and uh, you'll you'll get in on it. You get text alerts, out, yeah. Yeah, hey. Ammo arrived, guns arrived. Here. And Aaron, it's before we run out of time, remind folks how they can find you. Yeah, so uh, you can get on Southern Armory on Facebook, Second Amendment News Podcast on Facebook, and stop in 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 270 and 44, and southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. And that is Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, thanks for your time today. We'll talk to you same time next week. All right, we'll see you next week. You bet. All right, and we need to take this first break, and when we get back, we will talk a little fishing. We'll get out on the water with Mark McMurray, the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, when we return to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
it's hard to talk before the guitar starts. Like, you're waiting for it. I don't want to... Like, Chad's looking at me like, hey, we're back on. And I'm like, I know, but I want to wait for the riff. I can't... I I like listening. Welcome back. What a great version of that song. Absolutely. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews. Um, Did you know, Bo, that uh, that song... That 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 uh, uh, compilation there with Run DMC is is credited with sort of revitalizing Aerosmith. That they kind of they may have been sort of done in, wow. in the, the mid eighties, and then look at how look at how big of a career they've had since then, and they were kind of starting to fade away, and people thought maybe they were kind of done, and then they did that, and they went back. That was like a number one hit, and then they were back to making. Records and back on top. Yeah, yeah, that's Crazy amazing. Stuff. You know, it, it when I, as soon as as soon as I heard the scratch track at the beginning, I was like, oh, I love that video. Yeah. The that's video so, yeah. when you could get uh-huh. when you could get videos on MTV, that uh-huh. was the best video was in the big, world. Yeah, that was yeah, that video was a big deal. And like I said, kind of yeah. put Aerosmith back on the map. That song. I uh, was in a motorcycle. I was in a motorcycle run, a toy run with uh, Steven Tyler. Do you know how little that dude is? I mean, God. he looks nine foot tall on stage, but he's about four ten, and I sneeze. Really. <laughs> Oh, very, he's a teeny tiny guy. And very uh, slight, a very slight build. <laughs> Dainty, you could say. <laughs> yeah, you could. Great uh, dude, though. So, uh, as I mentioned in that last segment, uh, right now we are going to talk a little fishing here on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Anytime we talk about fishing, it's brought to you by Bluff City Outdoors. Over there in Alton, just about a mile away from Fast Eddie's, they have got you covered with anything that you need. Being so close to the Mississippi River, of course, they specialize in big catfish gear, but they also have a huge selection of crappie and bass lures. They have all your spoonbill snagging needs. Big selection of live and frozen baits. Like I said, anything that you need to go fishing, they have you covered at Bluff City. And joining us on the phone now is the owner of Bluff City Outdoors, our friend Mark McMurray. Mark, great to talk with you. How's it going? Hey, it's going good, Tony. Good to talk to you guys again. Absolutely. So I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show uh, that right now it's it's kind of unseasonably cold. I like I like the cool weather, but I think that a lot of people, you know, the, the weather starts to change like this. Maybe you had to kick on your furnace once or twice, and you start to think uh, summertime's over, and maybe a lot of the outdoor activities are coming to a close. But um, I've had a lot of I've caught a lot of big fish in uh, October and even in November. Um, how, how much time do we still have? You think in this uh, in this fishing season to, for good weather and and good days out on the water? Oh, uh, we there's a fair amount of time. A lot of I like to tell people, you know, that in the fall you're entering your really your true second season, especially for uh, you know crappie and bass and such, because the, once the temperatures dip like they've been, we've been kind of waiting for it to get cool. Get those cold nights to get it triggers a feeding. Frenzy, just like in the spring before the spawn, uh, the crappie and in uh, the walleye and sauger in the river around here, the bass they start eating again, and it, it's really your second second season, and it's probably your best fishing for those species of the season. And yeah, 
Go ahead, Bill. You know, uh, there's not a lot of ice fishing in this area. I grew up in Minnesota where ice fishing was a thing. And and, and I'm not talking about the uh, the ice fishing houses. You know, now they have, like, you know, tiny houses on lakes up in Minnesota where, you know, it's got a hot tub and it's got a shower and a bathroom. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about walking out onto the lake, freezing your butt <laughs> off. Um, but, Mark, is, is there much ice fishing uh, around the Missouri-Illinois area around, around here? If it gets cold enough and we, and we get thick enough ice, there is a – the people do get out there very quick. It's a mm. it's a dedicated bunch that wait for it, wait for it. It's just oh, yeah. if we get it, usually it's mid mid January to mid February is when it happens here. Have you ever done it, Mark? Three or, I have, and I have a lot of friends that have. I've never done it, Bo. Did you ever do it when you were up there? Absolutely. Again, not in a nice fishing house like a lot of people have nowadays, right, but right. Uh, no, we we did. Uh, you know, an, an axe to get through the ice. You know, in Minnesota, it's not hard to find thick ice. Um, but Mark, are, are you open year round? So in case there are ice fishing people out there? Oh, yeah, we're open. We only close uh, three days a year. We close no Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Day. That's it. Good for you. Yeah. And what about, does the inventory change much as we go into these, you know, the weather starts to cool down? I would imagine that, you know, people are, I, I know I start to change, you know, my approach when I go out in the water, obviously, when it's when it's cooler outside. Uh, does the inventory change there at Bluff City much? And and, and if so, or or even if not, if the, if what are people what are people changing to right now? What are some of the, the more popular lures and baits that people are using? Yeah, it, it, it really, a lot of times they'll have to downsize a little bit. Um, when you enter this, this fall season, get a little bit smaller with your baits, a little bit slower action. You know, water codes, they're cold-blooded, so they get a little more lethargic, but they still eat. And then uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize it, but some of your best catfishing, will be here in uh, September, October, November, really until the weather turns really foul. Uh, oh. Numerous guys, remember you guys talked to Wade earlier in the year. He yeah. was stringing his last year, his personal best were all coming. He was beating them there, and, you know, just every week it seemed like in October he'd catch another one that was bigger than the one he had a week before. Is it, you just it, have to change your baits. In, in cat, when you're fishing for cat on the, on a river like that, I, you know, I just don't have that much experience doing that. I'm a I'm a, a, a lake fisherman for largemouth bass, and when I am on a river, it's usually a smaller one, and I'm going for smallmouth bass. And and as you mentioned, they you know fish slow down, and you have to change kind of what you're doing. What and but one thing that does happen in the fall in colder weather is maybe you don't catch as many fish, but you're you, you have a much bit better chance of catching the bigger fish when it's you know early in the spring or or later in the fall and the and the weather's cold is the is does that same philosophy happen with catfishing on the river Do, like maybe it's not as easy to catch as many but it's a a better chance to catch the big guys yeah it, it's because the, they they change what they're eating like we're entering shad season now or like for cut Everybody's going to switch off from skipjack and go over to shad because that's what they prefer with the winter. I think it has to do with the shad. They're kind of a weak fish. It's real cold. They'll start dying off and getting getting weak, and they yeah. just seem to – that's the preferred bait over the winter. And uh, one thing around here a lot of people don't realize is we actually have some pretty good walleye and sauger fishing in the St. Louis area. Down there at the Low Water Dam, they're uh, just south of 270. Yeah, there's a and this is this is we're entering that season now. It's 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 a November, December, January uh, time to catch those guys, and there's yeah. some nice walleye and sauger down there. Yeah, walleye. That's that. Yeah, catching walleye. That's a 
that's a really fun that's a fun time that's a that's a fun fish to uh to Good catch eating. yeah for sure uh th- speaking of that second season bo are you still open out there your your uh your pond in the backyard still open to the public for um you better you better take those words out your mouth what? right now. I'm t- I'm sorry. Don't even joke about season. this no more. He said it's no. the second season. No. I, there no. was never even a first season here, buddy. <laughs> don't say no. Seriously, there there'll be a rumor, and I don't want. Uh uh-uh, uh. No way. No way. I got signs. I don't know. I think you pretty much. I don't think there's a rumor. I think you're pretty clear about it every time I bring it up. It is, it <laughs> well is, then, stop. It is fun though. It is fun. Well, hey, listen. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> exactly, Mark. I was just Mark. I was just gonna say, nobody wants to fish in Bo's pond anyway because it's empty. His neighbor, cleaned, <laughs> exactly. His, his neighbor cleaned him out. <laughs> yep, I think so. Uh, Mark, before we let you go, uh, as you mentioned, still plenty of time to get out on the water this year, and there's in this crazy year of COVID and social unrest and presidential debates that are not even debates uh it's 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 better now than ever for your soul in my opinion to shut all that off and get out of the water and uh enjoy some enjoy some fishing so uh how can people find you out there at bluff city and learn more about the shop if they're going to be getting out on the water soon so they can get out there and uh, stock up the tackle box Yep, so we're located over in Alton. We're a mile uh, east of Fast Eddie's. They're on Broadway, and we have all your fishing needs. Like, so if you want to learn how to catch these walleye sauger down there, come in and see us because it is very unique what you have to go down there and use, and we can we can tell you that. I'm going to not say it so that you have to come in and talk to us. There you go. Yeah, it's a great place. Uh, Bluff City is a great place to, uh, like you mentioned, you can also get a lot of information from the the folks working there at Bluff City. Uh, you got questions about different uh, types of lures and what to use, um, and all that. Uh, you, not just a great place to stock up, but also get some some good information. And Mark, you also um, have this uh, uh, trapping business that's happening right now. Before we let you go, fill us in on that. Yeah, so so trap. I'm a trapper. That's what I love to do. That's how I paid my way through college. Was trapping, paying, using furs to pay for it. So it's it's real dear to my heart, but we're also about the only one in the St. Louis area that, that carries a significant amount of trapping supplies, and we just got a shipment of a bunch of Duke traps, uh, some of their new coyote traps, some beaver traps and stuff. And so we we do carry all of that stuff for all you trappers out there. Anybody wanting to get into it, I work Saturdays. Come in and talk to me. I'll be glad to help you get going. Uh, it's it's, it's a, it's it's a good thing to do, especially try to remove some of those coyotes from the woods if you're a deer hunter and stuff. Absolutely. It does make a difference. No doubt about it. Great stuff, great information. Bluff City Outdoors again, twenty eight thirteen East Broadway in Alton, Bluff City Outdoors dot uh, com on the web and get out there and check it out. Mark, thanks again for everything you do for this uh, radio show and thanks for spending some time with us today. Hey, thanks everybody. You bet. All right, see you, buddy. All right, we need to take another quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk to TJ from Tactical S, the most impossible store to promote on the radio because... Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Of the title. But uh, we are going to talk to him. Uh, He's otherwise known as Sid Glockenkolt, right? Sid Glockenkolt, TJ from Tactical S, and we're going to talk about uh, feral hog hunting and some other things when we get back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews. We are going to momentarily talk to TJ from Tactical S. Got a lot of topics to talk to him about. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, the feral hog situation in the state of Missouri with TJ, among other things. And, you know, when you're out there hunting, you're in the great outdoors. And anytime we talk about the great outdoors here on Second Amendment Radio, it's brought to you by the folks at Razorback Armory. They're your full-service firearm shop. They strive to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. No matter what caliber you're after or information you're looking for, you want a suppressor, go to RazorbackArmory.com to find directions and details and tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory. All right, and now let's go ahead and get T.J. Kurgan, a.k.a. Sid Glockenkolt, on the show (laughs) once again. T.J., it's been a little while since we've had a chance to talk with you. How's it going? It has, man, and uh, thanks for having me back on the show. I've been busy, you know, arming America. Uh, it's, it's been one heck of a one heck of a year so far, and it's a, you know, the the gun industry is is up in some cases three hundred percent over wow. last year. Uh, you know, ammunition shortages, uh, gun part shortages. My my daily life is just trying to find product for my customers. No kidding. So, you know, I, before we get into this, uh, the feral hog issue and the other stories that I want to talk to you about, um, you know, we talk to our friends at various gun stores every week here on the, the show. And Tactical S out there in St. Peter's is is not a gun store, but you guys provide, obviously, a lot of equipment and gear and merch to the gun owners and the firearms industry. How how big of a hit has 2020 been on you? Has it hit you guys, I would imagine, just as hard as it's hit the gun stores? Absolutely. I mean, we're we're setting records left and right. We open... You know, our St. Louis store is crushing it. Our online is crushing it. The only thing uh, we did wrong was we opened our Orlando store right before COVID. And so Mm. Orlando is really suffering. That store is not doing as well because so many people down there are unemployed uh, with Disney being shut down and whatnot. But our sales are just incredible. I've got 100,000 rounds of 9mm coming in next week. 
and we expect it to last two hours. Wow. Wow, yeah, that's that's incredible. It's been it's uh, we've never seen we've never seen anything like it, and it's you know it just goes to show you the uh, uh, the uh, unstable atmosphere that we've been in throughout 2020. Um, so one well, of the things what you, go ahead, what go ahead, you have what what you have this is the thing people don't think about. Now, not only do you have COVID and you have instability, insurrection, riots, yeah. uh-huh. communists, Antifa, you have all these things. Those things are creating first-time gun buyers, and that's where the inventory pressure is coming from. Mm-hmm. We saw anywhere from three to five million first-time gun buyers in March, April, May, June, every single month. And when think about it, just let's just take one month. Three million first-time gun buyers. That means they don't own another gun. So what else do they need? They buy at least three boxes of ammo. So now you're talking about uh, three 50-round boxes of ammo. That's 150, 150 times three million. That's how many rounds of ammo those new gun buyers sucked up. Targets, optics, red dot optics are, are, are really under a lot of pressure right now. You know, if you, yeah, they come and go as fast, you know, they come in, they go right out. Um, you know, it's because those first gun, time gun buyers, I mean, even gun cases, gun safes, all that, there's pressure on everything because yeah. these people, it's not like I went out and bought my 63rd gun or my, my 500th gun. Um, you know, I don't know where my actual gun number is, but somewhere between those two, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's just so many people that have spent their life. Oh, I don't need a gun. You know, I, you know, and th- but then they realize, you know, the police aren't coming to protect you. They're just coming to write the report. You know, and and, uh, and 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 it's up to us. You know, no yeah. no one's coming. It's up to you. Yeah, and, and that's not, what people are waking up to. That's a great, perfect way to illustrate the pressure that all the first time gun owners have had on the industry. And then knowing that is happening, knowing that all these first time gun owners are buying up all of the guns and all of the ammo, the avid collectors are saying. I don't want to not. I don't want to not have my ammo, so they know that they need to get out and get it too. And it puts you know double and triple pressure on everyone. Oh, yeah, the frenzy, frenzy buying in the gun industry is always a problem. You know, yeah. whenever whenever somebody says, "Ah, you can't have one of those," everybody wants one. And whenever somebody says, huh. Huh. "Oh my God, it's it's hard to find this," and the prices when you do find it are ridiculous. Nine millimeter right now on cheaper than dirt. Uh, which is notorious for price gouging. Cheaper than dirt, they're selling nine millimeter full metal jacket, 115 round seller and bellet crap ammo for a dollar a round. You're talking fifty wow. bucks for a fifty for fifty rounds of Target nine. I saw it higher that's than that incredible. actually on there too. But Dang, uh, that's a, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. And hey, TJ, TJ, I got to ask you though, uh, when when you have a new, you know a person is a new gun buyer because a lot of times they're they're very vocal about it. Well, I just bought my first gun. <laughs> How many? What? What's the? What's the percentage of people that you say to yourself in your head? Because I've come across a couple that I'm like, oh my goodness, this person does not need to have the responsibility of a firearm, but you got to help them as best you can, right? Yeah. First thing I say is training. You need training. Go yeah. get training. No doubt. Training's yep. fun. Training's your, not. You know, it's, it, it's your right to own a gun. It's your responsibility to get the training. Go to Ultimate Defense. Go to the Range, St. Louis. Go to somebody and sign up for a class. Mm-hmm. You know, and learn, you know, gun safety so you don't shoot yourself, your dog or your kid. Uh, you know, learn, you know, gun care and maintenance, learn legal, you know, when can you shoot, when can't you shoot. You know, that's the kind of stuff that people need to be worried about, not getting their second or third or 30th or 40th gun. They need to they need to get the training on how to use the gun. And you know what? I recommend escalating that training to the point of 
you know, actual force on force stuff, you know, whether it's sim rounds, UTM, airsoft, whatever, where you can actually experience uh, adrenaline and what adrenaline right. does to you with, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, tunnel vision, audio inclusion, memory loss, loss of fine motor skills until you actually experience that. You know, yeah. when the shit, uh, when the stuff hits the fan, uh, you know, <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't experienced it before, you, you're, you're going to be a mess and you're not going to know what to do. And you're probably going to make mistakes. Absolutely. Uh, we're talking to TJ Kurgan from Tactical S out there in St. Peter's. Uh, while we have a few minutes left here, I want to get to uh, as many topics as we can. One of the <laughs> things about Tactical S is uh, some of the really cool stuff that you guys have in there. We've talked a lot about the feral hog situation in Missouri and actually throughout the Midwest and how uh, it's becoming a real problem. And the uh, MDC is telling people, you know, to kill these animals. We need, you know, they're doing a lot of damage. You can hunt these animals and you guys have seen what happened to Texas, you know, they're they're, they're coming, they're coming, uh, they're coming up from Texas and, you know, when Trump hasn't built a wall to keep the hogs out. So basically the Missouri conservation department has declared war on them and not just the hogs, but coyote too. I'll be honest. I've never seen a feral hog in this part of Missouri. I'm I'm sure they'll be here soon, but you know, I know they're down in South Missouri, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know, conservation came out and said, look, you can kill coyotes and hogs, you know, uh, nuisance or uh, species or whatever they call them, uh, invasive species, uh, you know, 365 days a year. And the big deal that they did was they said, you could use night vision. Yeah. You can use thermal, thermal optics. Yeah. You can use, infrared lasers and infrared lights as well as artificial light sources uh you know and all of those things were highly illegal up until now and so uh you know at tactical s we we carry all kinds of gun parts because we cater to guys that build and customize guns a lot you know ak's ar's glocks whatever uh, but we also have a lot of tactical gear, body armor, uh, you know, mag pouches, helmets, all that stuff. But one of my favorite products and one that doesn't sell extremely well in St. Louis until now is night vision. We've got uh, everything from your PBS 14 traditional green monocular for about $2,500 uh, up to the new white phosphorus PBS 14, which makes uh, nighttime look like black and white TV <laughs> or if you're a baller, you know, you can get a set of Harris 5032 binoculars. Uh, they're about $11,800, but they are absolutely amazing. They're the same things that the Marine Corps is now issuing. Uh, we have thermal optics, so you can actually see the heat signature of the animal, uh, you know, and, and video record your, your kills. How cool. Uh, and Bo, then we've talked you, a lot about using night vision. Yeah, we've, we've talked, Bo and I have talked about half joking, half serious, going out on a feral hog hunt. Bo, how cool would it be? to go at nighttime and use yeah. night vision and thermal imaging to go and hunt. I mean, that's that can't I be can't, any better I now. can't even imagine. Uh, you know what? And actually, first-time gun owners, there's your target right there, uh, feral <laughs> hogs. That's what you need to go after. <laughs> hey, TJ, we only got a couple minutes left, and uh, I want to get a little political before we run out of time on the show. Uh, we were talking uh, off the air a little bit about some of the uh, issues that you have been dealing with on your social media. Could you enlighten folks about the oh. uh, the battle that you've uh, experienced and you know, maybe make yeah, some people so, aware of what is happening um, on social media. They are talking about it on the fake news. President Trump's talked about it, even signed a uh, executive order against it. You know, the social media, the like uh, of Facebook, Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, they are putting they are basically silencing the right 
during an election year, which is a violation of federal election laws, and I think it's going to bite them in the butt, uh, but I am a victim of that. Uh, being a, my company, Tactical SHT, is a media company. Our, our, our sick code is a media company. We've got over 2 million fans on social media. And Facebook not only took down our Tactical SHT Facebook page with 900,000 followers, they also took down my wife and I's personal profiles. They disabled wow. our accounts. So we lost our pictures of our kids growing up, fishing trips, hunting trips, you know, vacations. All that stuff's gone. And what no, reason were, they, were you given for that? And, and what we figured out was when they took down the page, my wife and I were admins of the page, which mean we were the owners, right? You can be an admin or you can be an editor. An editor is like an employee. Yeah. They don't own it, but they can use it. Two weeks later and, del- and deleted the accounts of every editor we've ever had. 14 of my employees lost their Facebook pages. Two of our business partners lost their Facebook pages. Uh, and then so we've been fighting it with through back channels. And through the back channel, they told us this gentleman used to be an engineer at Facebook. He said, I don't know what, you, you know what you've done to tick them off, but they said that you're absolutely not getting your account back because, quote, unquote, you publish terrorist content. Wow. They literally said we publish terrorist content. And then miraculously, now this is where it gets stupid. Two days ago, all of a sudden, all of us got our pages back. Like everybody's Facebooks were back and everybody was happy again. And now we didn't get the tactical SHT page back, but we got our face, our regular profiles were back working. And, and your pictures too? Hours, Did you get your pictures? Yeah. Well, yeah, but then 24, 24 hours later, they took it away again. It was almost wow. like, uh, you know, they're teasing us. Like, oh, oh, here you go. Nope, nope, you can't have that. And the Facebook's not the only one. So Facebook has silenced us, a media company because of our views being quote unquote right wing. Mm. Uh, the, uh, but it's not just Facebook. Our YouTube channel was taken down uh, about three months ago uh, with 78,000 subscribers. And, uh, and it's not just social media. Uh, about a month ago, you know, we use PayPal on our website to sell gun parts that are 50 state legal, which is PayPal's rules. You know, you can't use a PayPal to buy a gun part that isn't legal in all 50 states. And so our website was programmed to do that. We followed their rules to a T. PayPal came in and shut down everybody I know in the gun industry lost their PayPal account wow. and all wow. the money that was in those banks PayPal is still holding. Oh my for goodness. 180 days. Wow, 180 that is days. TJ, unfortunately we're out of time uh, but I want to have you back on real soon because it doesn't sound like this saga is over and I want to get you back soon to uh to give us an update on that. Uh, real quick, before we run out of time on the show, for people that have not been to Tactical S out there in St. Peter's, um, how can they How can they find you? Uh, they're trying to erase you from not the web. Not on social media. It seems like, but, uh, but I'm sure there's still ways to, to find oh, you guys. Yeah. How can they get information? You can still find us. So you can either just go to Tactical, uh, well, Google's your friend. So go, there you go. <laughs> uh, Google Tactical SHT, yeah. uh, you know, and, and you'll find us. Otherwise, just come out to St. Peter's, get off Highway 70 at Cave Springs, head west on the North Service Road, and we are on the right. And uh, yeah. you can't miss us. You can see it clearly from the highway there. So, uh, yeah. TJ, thanks for your time today. We'll talk to you again soon, all right? All right, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. You bet. You bet. All right. We've got to wrap this up. Don't forget about the podcast exclusive. We'll be able to continue some of these discussions there. And uh, that's going to do it for producer Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews. I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 